0: Hello lovelies, and welcome to today's episode. So I was thinking a lot this weekend about what I wanted today's topic to be about, and I was thinking about like if I wanted to tie it into the theme, but then I was like, fuck it. I was like, you know what? This is my podcast. I can do whatever I want on it. And lately I've been thinking so much about this scene from a TV show, and I decided that i'm just gonna break i'm gonna break that whole thing down um i was really excited to do this um and this is definitely gonna be some nerd shit by the way like (laughs) i'm gonna be kind of i'm gonna be like geeking out a little bit here over like minute details but it'll be fun um and i'm gonna be talking about star wars and star wars is fun so it's like everyone should get on that wave (laughs) Um, but I'm going to be talking about a scene from the Obi-Wan Kenobi show today. Um, I have seen some of the other TV shows, um, as part of the Star Wars universe and I've seen all the movies. Um, so I feel like I have like a pretty good basis, you know, for what I'm going to say here. I have not seen, um, any of the animated shows, but I don't, what I'm going to talk about today doesn't go really into any heavy details. But if you know anything about those shows, it'll probably, you know help you to understand better, but I'm going to explain kind of what's happening in case you don't know, but this is going to be super fun, and it's an amazing scene, and, you know, it made me cry. It does every time, and so it's going to be super fun to talk about, Um, but anyway, the scene I wanted to talk about today is a scene from... um, The last episode of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that came out um, a while ago now, I guess it's been a while, it feels like it just came out, honestly, but um, it was actually kind of a long time ago, Um, but the scene I'm talking about is the very end of the last episode of the season in which uh, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi fight. Um, And one reason I was so excited about this was obviously because, you know, that's Anakin and Obi-Wan and they're fighting again, but it was also particularly really special or or like crazy because when they were fighting at the end of Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin turned over to the dark side, you know, that was still... Obi-Wan was still looking at Anakin. He could still see Anakin. But this is, like, the big battle of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Like, obviously, like, the big face-off between Vader and Obi-Wan um, after that fight at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And so it's it's just, like, really interesting to see, like, this is Obi-Wan and he's facing Vader now. Like, like he's facing a bad guy. Like, totally on the dark side, Darth Vader. This is not his friend, not his brother. And I think that that was what made it so exciting. I was like, oh, like shit, shit's about to go down. (laughs) I was like, oh God. Um, But I was really excited. Um, So yeah, so many things about the scene were amazing. But just starting at the beginning, um, you know, you see both Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi draw their lightsabers and, you know, Vader's is red, Obi-Wan's is blue and they're both just bathed in the light of their lightsabers. Obviously there's so much symbolism just behind the colors, you know. Obi-Wan fully in the blue light, fully on the light side of the Force. Darth Vader fully um bathed in the red light, fully on the dark side of the Force. Um, And then the next part, I mean, is just epic. They start the fight, and I mean, the fight choreography is just mesmerizing. And I think one of the craziest parts about this fight and the fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and I think what makes their fights so interesting is both of those fights, especially these two, they're really throwing everything they can at each other. You know, these are two masters, you know, master Jedis, and they're just throwing everything they can at each other, um, and it's just amazing how many things are in play while they're fighting, you know, obviously they're both really in tune with the Force, um, Vader, at the at the time when they're fighting in the Obi-Wan show, more than Obi-Wan, you know, Obi-Wan has been really cut off from the Force, um, and everything having to do with the Jedi since Order 66, and since the end of Revenge of the Sith, and everything that's happened since then, you know, he's become very disconnected to that life, because he's, you know been in hiding he's been trying to cut himself off from that to stay safe um so it's obvious in that fight that um vader has the advantage um as far as like he's definitely like more in tune with the force at the moment or at least stronger with it at the moment because he's fully opening himself up to the dark side of the force while obi-wan has been actively trying to suppress his force abilities for a really long time so that was amazing. And again, the fight choreography is so cool. I mean, just seeing them swing their um, their sabers at each other as hard as they can, you know. And Vader, you can see him, I mean, in such a juxtaposition to Obi-Wan, who is, you know, obviously fighting hard, but it just seems that Vader has so much anger, you know, inner anger at Obi-Wan, obviously. And they're going at each other so hard, um... Vader throws rocks on Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan comes back and throws stuff at Vader, their, you know, lightsabers are clashing and, you know, things are everywhere, the camera is panning around and, like, this epic shot of them in the rocks fighting each other, I mean, it's the screen is super dark, so sometimes you can just see that blue on red, the flashes. I mean, it's just incredible. And I remember my eyes, I was like, Holy shit! <laughs> I was like, Oh my god! And I was like in my room, like off my seat, and like, Oh my god, I was stressed. I was stressed. And I was, you know, so invested. And already I was like, You know, this is great. And just to add, I really liked the Obi-Wan show, all of it. You know, I thought the way they showed. Obi-Wan's, you know, grief and obvious, ob- like, obviously the pain after everything that happened um, in the prequel trilogy, you know, losing Anakin, you know, Padme dying, Revenge of the Sith, Order 66, the fall of the Jedi Order, you know, all that stuff, you, I really like how you're able to see, like, the post- Obi-Wan, like him in this era afterwards, because you know, you see him in um the original trilogy, you know, as this like older, wiser Jedi that helps Luke. And then you see him in the prequel trilogy as kind of this younger, more impulsive um Jedi who um, you know, is close with Anakin. But you know, you never see him like in his, you know, like in between those phases. So I really liked that. I, you know, I Ian McGregor is amazing. Um, and he was incredible. I loved young Leia. You know, I loved the whole storyline of Obi-Wan recounting his memories with Anakin, his memories of the Jedi Order, you know, their memories of Order 66. I thought all of that was amazing. But um, this scene at the end of the season, at the end of this episode, was uh, was just a culmination of just all these things. And it was so incredible. So the part that, I mean, really got me, and I'm sure got everybody, was nearing the end of the fight um, Obi-Wan swings his lightsaber and he slices off part of Darth Vader's helmet, right? And it cuts out a big chunk of the of the front. And so half of his face still has the mask on it and half of his face you can see Anakin. Obviously burned and disfigured um, from um, Mustafar and from the fight during Revenge of the Sith, but you, it's Anakin. And I think what was so... It, crazy is Anakin is on his knees right you know he's been bested by Obi-Wan momentarily you know Obi-Wan has the upper hand for a moment and you can hear Darth Vader kind of grunting trying to get up you know and that's oh my god this part blew my mind that's when you start being able to hear it kind of flickering in and out of like Anakin's voice and Darth Vader's And that's when you're like, holy fuck. (laughs) Um, And everything starts to get super intense. Um, So Vader looks up at Obi-Wan. Again, his face is bathed in that red light of his lightsaber. And you know that that's still fully Vader. But this part just like was so insane because in that moment it cuts to Obi-Wan. And even McGregor is so incredible. I mean, the palpable pain and grief you see on his face of seeing, you know, before, you know, Darth Vader has his mask on, you know, it's easy to pretend maybe that you're fighting someone else, easier at least, but now he can, you know, see his friend, his brother in front of him. And what's so amazing to me is in that moment, Obi-Wan has the upper hand and he could strike again, but it's, you can see that shock on his face when he sees Anakin and he calls out to him and he grasps, at any straw he can, instead of fighting, he he grasps to to reach Anakin, who's who's there in front of him. He's doing everything he can. And then this part blew my mind even more, talking again about how Vader slash Anakin's voice is going from his Anakin's voice back to the sound of Darth Vader, you know, through the mask, and he says, Anakin is gone. Holy shit, I died. I fell to the ground. I was like, don't say that. <laughs> Anakin is, like, my favorite character in all the Star Wars movies. I mean, I have so much love for so many other characters. I mean, like, across movies. And I forever will be so special to me. But Anakin is just, like, I mean, for so many people. I mean, I mean you know, he is this, like evil person like you're seeing in front of you is Darth Vader, but then you see him through that mask when Obi-Wan cuts him, and you remember Anakin who pod-raced on Tatooine, Anakin who helped Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, Anakin who was always defending his friends. Anakin, who got married to the love of his life despite what the Jedi told him, you know, that Anakin. And it's like, you almost feel that grief with Obi-Wan. Again, guys, I know this is some nerdy shit, but I was like, holy shit, oh my God. Um, And it was just like heartbreaking. And I was just, I was dying. I was (laughs) sure I wouldn't survive. So, you know, Darth Vader says Anakin is gone. And it's that, again, that warbling between Anakin's voice and Darth Vader's haunting. Um, and it's just, oh, this moment, they're both looking at each other. And in that moment, there's just one thing that Obi-Wan has been wanting to say to Anakin. And, and you see in that moment that he sees Anakin before him, not Darth Vader. He sees his brother. He sees his best friend, you know? Obi-Wan was the person that Anakin was closest to in the world besides his mom, Padme, and probably Ahsoka. Um, and, you know, that, that's his brother. And, you know, that's his that's his family. And he calls out to him and he just says, I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it. And, you know, obviously that part, again, sent me into a puddle of tears. But what Anakin says after that is what just like this was the heart the heart shattering moment for me is he says Anakin is gone okay Th- you know how I said I fell before nothing compared to now heart pulverized I literally died because again I never want to believe it I, the that is another that's one of the reasons that return um, Return of the Jedi is also so important to me is because he finally you know gets that redemption arc but just so sad so he says Anakin is gone and then he says I am what remains and right at the end when he says remains it goes it goes from Anakin's voice back down into that Darth Vader voice and chills i got chills from that i was like holy crap it's just like you can hear Anakin but you can see and hear Darth Vader and it's just this oh it's this insane moment and then You know, Obi-Wan is saying, after he says Anakin is gone, I am what remains, and then Obi-Wan tells him he's sorry, you know, that whole moment happens, and Anakin slash Darth Vader says, you know, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. And this is when my heart stopped beating, okay? This is when the breathing stopped. I was like, oh my god. And he was like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Bitch that was it for me. I was gone at this point. I was like, okay, okay, you know what? Stop. I'm done. Whoever directed this is sick. You're making me sick. I was like, I can't handle anymore. Um, And in that moment, I just realized how true that was. I don't know. Like, just something about that was so crazy to me, because I think, obviously, there's that feeling, you know, Obi-Wan has been holding on to all that guilt, all that pain, all that grief, and all he wanted to say to his friend, to his brother, was, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry for everything, I'm sorry for not being there for you, I'm sorry, but Anakin immediately takes it and says, you didn't kill him, I did, I made this decision, I made myself into this, and in that moment, The lighting changes, and you can see, now that they're a little closer to each other, you can see that Anakin is now bathed in red and blue light. And, oh my god, you guys, there's just too much to talk about in this scene. And it was like, you could see it. Even though this whole conversation is Vader saying, Anakin is gone, Anakin is dead, I killed him. You can still, it's like you can see him there when that blue reflects on his face, you can see, you can almost see his own pain and grief, but like you can't because he's Vader, but he's not, you know, and it's so hard to not love the character underneath, but also just be heartbroken at what it has become and what their relationship has become between the two of them. And then when, you know, there's that moment where, you know, you can tell throughout the conversation when Obi-Wan first realizes that he's cut the mask and he can see Anakin. His voice is so full of hope. Almost, you know, like not hope, but just, I don't even know how to describe it. He sounds heartbroken when he says Anakin, but he also sounds so hopeful that he might be able to reach him. And you realize then at the end of the conversation, you see Anakin's face at the end get shrouded back into red as he fully goes back to Vader. And it's, I guys, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Um and the whole scene was masterfully directed, beautifully shot. I mean, just incredibly like the acting, the cinematography, the music, the emotion, the conversation, I mean, everything about it was just perfection to me. I thought that it was such a great culmination of everything that had happened because I think this was finally the jump where Obi-Wan saw him go, or just finally realized that this was no longer his brother. This was no longer Anakin Skywalker, right? This was Darth Vader. This was a Sith Lord. This was the head of the Empire, right? And it's like that heartbreaking moment where Obi-Wan finally has to let him go and let his guilt go. And I, I, you know... I don't ever think he completely does. I I think he always carries part of that with him. But, you know, that's a conversation for another time, you know, for the original trilogy and just like throughout the prequel trilogy and just everything that happens eventually leads me to believe that, you know, he obviously never like and I, I wouldn't think he would. You know, that was Anakin who he knew for so long and was so close to. So I wouldn't expect him to completely let it go. But I do see in that moment after their fight, I do see him not give up on him, but definitely accept that they're no longer, you know, fully, you know, he knows they're not on the same side, but I, I think he's, he felt it, that flickering for a moment. He saw his friend, and I think he clung to it, but it, you know, clearly Anakin and slash Darth Vader doesn't reach the end of that arc until the end of Return of the Jedi, which, I mean, of course, is a beautiful arc, but that whole fight, that whole conversation with the red and the blue light, his voice slipping in and out of Anakin and Darth Vader, Anakin fighting, you know, with everything he has, you know, not, not fighting, but, you know, him. So, you know, vehemently. So you can see him. He's so angry. He's so pissed and Obi-Wan is so, is grieving and he's so sad, but he's also so determined. You can almost hear that determined bit in his voice when he calls out to Anakin, and it's like part of you wants so badly; you want it to be like they can reconcile, but you also know it's like that's not their path anymore. You know, they're on different trage- trajectories now, and and everything's going to change. But I thought that it was such a beautiful in between of their fight at the end of Revenge of the Sith and their fight at the end of A New Hope when Vader kills Obi Wan. Um, and I just think it was because it was like. That was, I feel like, their first time facing off as you are on this side, and I am on the other. You know it is it was that strong comparison of dark to light. And even though you know, even though obi-Wan um, was not as f- strong with the force, I mean, this was Anakin. They fought together for years. I mean, he knows his moves, he knows his his tells, he knows his instincts. But on the other side of that, Anakin knows Obi-Wan just as well. And they're, you know, Obi-Wan's been training for longer, but Anakin was the chosen one. He's, you know, more powerful than the Jedi have seen in centuries. And so it's like they both have things that are against them and for them. You know, Obi-Wan has experience, Anakin has that force power. You know, they are both being able to tell with their force power, you know, when the other person's going to swing, you know, what's happening. And there's just that this whole conflict and it's like opposing forces just going at each other as hard as they can but at the same time it's like trying to watch like a broken heart mend itself like two best friends, two brothers just fighting to the death but Obi-Wan also reaching out to his brother hoping that he can get to him and Anakin rejecting him and telling him that his brother is dead and gone. Ugh, guys, tears. The whole time choked on tears when I watched it the first time, died with tears when I watched it the second, and I've watched it a million times since then, and the reaction has never changed. Um, And it was just an incredible episode, an incredible scene. It stuck with me for weeks, it sticks with me now. I think it's one of the best scenes that Star Wars has ever produced. I think every part of it was just genius. I think every show, every movie has its flaws. But I, I really think in that scene, there's not a single thing I would have changed. I think it was perfect. There are a few scenes in Star Wars I think is like, I think are like that. You know, Darth Vader in the hallway during Rogue One, the fight at the end of Revenge of the Sith. I think is perfect. Um, I, I want to say that Duel of the Fates with Qui Gon and Obi Wan versus Darth Maul is perfect. There's parts of it, little nitpicky parts that I would change, but. I mean, like, the music in that perfect Duel of the Fates is, like, the best thing ever. I know I'm going off on a tangent now. More nerdy shit. I'm sorry. But um, the scene was just incredible. I know that this episode has been so random. <laughs> um, and it has nothing to do with we've been talking about. But that's part of the reason I made the podcast, is just to talk about stuff that interests me and stuff that I like. And I like Star Wars. And that scene sent me into freaking orbit, I swear to God. Um... And it was just amazing. Um, So I know that this hasn't been like as long of a story or as long of an episode, but this was kind of just like kind of a baby episode I wanted to to do to talk about something that I just love and I think is kind of fun to talk about. Um, If you like Star Wars or if you've never watched it or if you feel like watching it, all the Star Wars movies and like the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, I think they're all on Disney Plus. And if you're into Star Wars and you've never watched the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, you should. If you're not into Star Wars and you've never watched it. I don't know. (laughs) You can also just look up the one scene on YouTube. It's a, I mean, it's a great scene. I think, I mean, I I think everyone knows enough, like about, you know, people know who Darth Vader is. I think they know enough, you know, to understand the significance, but you know, it it obviously is just fun to know the backstory and like how that relationship has culminated into this. But um, yeah, it was an amazing scene. A great um, episode and just a really great way, I think, to um, symbolize the relationship at that point in time in the Star Wars timeline. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the episode today. I hope you guys enjoyed me talking about this. I don't know if anybody cares about Star Wars stuff or talking about movies, but I just find it interesting sometimes. I think it can be really cool to break down movie scenes or TV scenes. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do, and um, is to watch and read, um, reviews on TV shows and movies. So I really hope you guys liked the episode and liked my little analysis of that scene. Um, anyway, I hope you guys all have a wonderful day, love each other, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Love you.